friends. Welcome to Tracy Says Things, the podcast that took a nap this summer. Well, the podcast took a nap. I didn't. It was a pretty wild summer. You'll hear about some of the adventures that I had, some of them because my mother listens to this. We'll never make the light of day, but I'm back. And dropping this teaser episode, uh, basically just because I feel really bad that it has been like two hot months since there was a podcast dropped. So this is what y'all are going to get. Um, a few spoilers about a couple of episodes that are upcoming. Um, we are back on track. Next episode will drop on September 21st. So hopefully you are around to check that one out. Uh, it has been an insane summer. I thought that I would, you know, not take the summer off. Um, and then work kind of just happened and there was no way that I was able to do anything, um, even remotely close to, uh, meaningful work because I was literally putting over 5,000 kilometers on my vehicles doing a road trip this summer. I hit 18 different towns um, and hung out with a crap ton of kids. That's like a metric crap ton, uh, which is a lot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, drove literally from one corner of Saskatchewan to the other in one week. Um, for real, from Estevan to Lloydminster. So, uh, yeah, I was kind of a busy little monkey, um, doing my like road show and hanging out with kids and, uh, making a new best friend. Hey, Nicole, I don't know if you listen, you probably shouldn't, but you know what? You found out so much about me this summer that listening to this podcast is like absolutely nothing. So whatevs, you can listen, you can not, it's up to you. Um, I am going to drop some like secrets about Nicole though, y'all. She snores and it's awful, but she's cute. So I put up with it. <laughs> and now if you don't listen to Nicole, somebody's going to tell you that I said that you snore and now you're going to listen and it's fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I did this summer. Um, and you know what? Pandemic or not, it needed to happen. Uh, like... Saskatchewan at this point in time, political views aside, Scott Moe is literally telling the world, Jesus, take the wheel as Saskatchewan careens into wave number four. Who knows where this will take us? We may be stuck in our houses again. We may be forced to wear masks everywhere again. We may be, you know, not able to do the fun stuff we want to do. Um, love it or hate it, whether you believe the pandemic is real or not, whether you believe in science or that the earth is flat, whatever. I don't care. I don't give two shits. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. However, let's just, you know, try and do our best to take care of each other, wash your fucking hands, wear a mask when you are too close to people you don't know, 
and just try and stay safe. Get your vaccine if you haven't already. That's me getting off of my vaccine soapbox now. I have so much other shit to deal with. I don't care if you get vaccinated or not. Just don't sneeze on me. Thank you. That's all I ask. Good God, you guys. My life is about to explode between work and personal. Trying to entertain y'all. I am being extremely organized and type A. So please forgive me, you know, if we're actual real life friends. And I'm not as much fun anymore because um, you guys... In the next like eight months, I have to do one, two, three events, a fundraiser. I have to do two winter camps, plan a bachelor, bachelorette party, um, and plan a wedding. So this is stupid. Um, I don't know why I make my life so crazy, but I think I thrive on the insanity of it. So yeah, so that's happening. Um... As for today, what I wanted to do, I kind of looked back in the vault of storytelling and realized there was a story, the story that started this all, uh, that fateful day at (laughs) the sisterhood session where um, I just started like chatting and saying things and the glorious Amanda and team were like, oh my God. So I'm going to tell you that story. (laughs) And it is the story of how Tracy got her groove back. So, and it has nothing to do with naps, just for the record. (laughs) So I uh, left the marriage that I was in had a lovely little split and I uh, was moving on with my life and still just kind of like going with the flow Um, had no particular I guess thoughts about like who I was or what I was gonna be all I knew was I was terrified and I met a boy who was crazy for me, um, but I still wasn't pretty crazy for myself. And there was an online auction where there were all kinds of things that people were bidding on as a fundraiser for the Mothers Empowering Mothers group. And so this group had um, done a couple of these auctions before, uh, and there was one item up for bid in particular that I, I don't even know what made me click on it at first, but I did. I clicked on it and then somebody else bid against me. So I clicked on it again and bid them up and pretty much it was down to me and one other woman bidding back and forth and back and forth. Uh, the value for this was, I think it was like around $500 and we capped her out at about three. Um, what was this item? (laughs) I, oh gosh. Okay. It was a boudoir photo session. And who in their right mind would have thought that I was ready for this? Not me. 
but I still kept clicking and it gets down to me and this last woman. And I think I tapped out at like exactly $300. She hit 305 or 310 and I let it go. And the time lapsed and she won it. And I thought, okay, well, phew, (laughs) I don't have to do this. It's going to be fine, but good for me for just feeling good enough about myself that I even thought to try and bid for this. And about a week goes by and then I get a message from the woman who outbid me. And she says, Hey, Tracy, uh, so I kind of have been thinking and I don't know what I was thinking, but I am totally too chicken to do this. I will, if, if you want to like, you know, pay for it, I will give it to you. And I panicked. I panicked. I said to myself, oh no, like you didn't, you didn't win. This was on purpose. Things are the way they're supposed to be. You don't need to do this. But then I thought, no, for some reason, I'm going to do it. Just going to do it. Just going to go for it. See what happens. It can't be that bad. And I told her yes. And then I sent her 300 bucks. And the next thing I knew, the photographer was calling me. And the photographer was this really great team. I would go again in a heartbeat. Uh, I had a couple of meetings with them first to just kind of talk about what the expectations were what the style would be. Um, The session that I had bought was something called a white sheet session, which meant that they was like basically one set out of, oh my God, I think they have like 10 different sets in the house. And there's like different rooms with different walls and different floors and different everything. And, um, they were, you know, kind of like showed me around and told me, you know, what colors go good with what and, and showed me different examples of stuff that they had done. And it was gorgeous. Like, uh, they talked about like what the day would look like. And in addition to, um, the, the photo shoot, I was getting my hair and my makeup done. And, uh, it was just like princess day, basically. Except instead of wearing a big fancy princess gown, you wear very little. (laughs) So, uh, and those of you who have like seen me in real life know that I don't usually wander around in very little. So, day arrives. I, uh, of course, had told Joel about all this. And he was (laughs) typical red-blooded male went like, oh yeah, fuck, this is going to be awesome. Woohoo. And I was not feeling quite as confident as he was at the time. Uh, Joel was living in Regina. I was living in Saskatoon. So it wasn't even like I got dropped off at the door with like a high five and a like, you got this girl. Uh, there was nobody there to do that for me. So I was nervous as fuck <laughs> and uh, walked in. 
uh, like had really, it was kind of cute, like one glass of wine to just kind of like chill out. Uh, I wanted more, but they were like, no, because we don't want, like, sloppy is not sexy. And all I could think was like, shots, 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 everybody. But no, no shots allowed. So everything starts rolling. I sit in the chair. I start getting my hair and my makeup done. And I'm like a little freaking out because it's pretty thick. It's like stage makeup, but it's all the lights and everything. And, um, we start and it was an interesting day. I started out actually wearing like real life clothing. And, um, as the afternoon went on, um, changed and I used the word outfits in quotation marks. Um, and, uh, basically, you know, it was definitely, um, not dirty. Um, there are no dirty pictures out there of me, uh, (laughs) from this photo shoot, uh, clothed and covered, uh, 95% covered. Um, I think there is a picture where there's a bit of a nipple slip. Actually, I know there's a picture where there's a nipple slip, but it's okay. Um, it's tasteful ish, I think, but who am I to judge? I've got perverted tastes, so whatever. Um, but yeah, so that was the day. The day ended. I felt pretty good. Um, they didn't let me see anything, of course. Uh, no, that's a lie. The photographers let me see a couple of pictures. Um, just on the back of the camera, they were like, see, look at this is good. And I saw, you know, just the little teeny tiny back of the display. And it was enough that I was like, yeah, that actually looks pretty good. Like who the hell is in that picture? But I was still terrified of what was going to turn out. So at this point in the story <laughs> to the girls in the, the writing class, basically, um, I've turned and the, cause I was telling this story on my laptop over a zoom call and I turned and panned the camera to show the giant portrait on my wall in my bedroom of myself and the girls were gasping and squealing and clapping and it was pretty awesome Um, because I go to the photo shoot reveal and they have this giant tv screen basically and they're flipping through the pictures and we're looking at all of them and I could not believe the person in those pictures. I'm like, who the fuck is she? She looks confident. She looks smart. She looks very sexy. I am none of those things in my mind. She in the pictures looks like she doesn't give a fuck. And there was some of me shining through there, (laughs) but I was just in awe. I sat there in the chair um, across from this television, crisscross applesauce, holding onto my toes. And I just remember thinking, wow, like every single woman on the planet should do this at least once. Because you look in the mirror and you have great days. Don't get me wrong. There are days when I am an adorable badass and nothing that anyone is going to say is going to take me down or change how I feel about myself, or 
give any voice to the naysayer in the back of my head. No fucking way. Today's a good day. Then there are days when I am brushing my teeth and brushing my hair and getting ready to go. And it takes every ounce of my being not to smash my forehead into that mirror to break the image coming back to me because it is not a good day and maybe I didn't sleep well or I've got something weighing on my conscience or bugging me, you know, in in the deepest parts of my soul and that little voice, that little naysayer is being able to float right up to the surface and be like, yeah, fuck, whatever, like this is terrible, why are you even trying, look at the jeans you're wearing, like whatever. And that voice speaks very loudly sometimes when it really has no fucking right to. So sitting there, crisscross applesauce in that big white chair, looking across at the woman on the wall as they kept changing the pictures and going from scene to scene. And yeah, there were a few where maybe my eye was half closed or there were a couple where there was a strand of hair that was sticking out and very distracting because, uh, you know, these really hadn't been photoshopped or touched up much for the reveal. Um, and there were a few, you know, points where it looked better in black and white or it looked better in color But I'm staring there looking at all of these pictures as they come up one at a time. And I couldn't believe it was me. I didn't believe it was me at first. There's no way, no possible way that I looked even slightly that good that day. And I mean, it was me. And so (laughs) I did, you know spend probably too much money and buying some of the prints that I did. Um, But I did because I wanted to always remember that feeling. And my kids have heard so much bullshit from me sometimes about how I look or how I feel. Or I talk about, you know, myself negatively more than I should in front of them. And so when I chose this one picture that now sits on my bedroom wall every single day, and it's huge, it is like, I don't know, three feet wide by two feet tall, or maybe it's three feet tall by four feet. I don't, it's huge. Like it's huge. It takes up the whole wall. And I look at this picture and it just reminds me of the good that happened, of the fact that I am not the shit that the voice in my head says, that I am gorgeous. And my kids see it and they (laughs) tell me, you know, not that I need approval from my kids or my partner or my friends, but... My kids see it and they say, like, Mama, you look beautiful. And my partner sees it and tells me that I'm, well, I won't tell you what he says. But <laughs> you can imagine. It's good. 
Um, my sisters-in-law have seen it. Um, friends have seen it. Uh, like, it's it's gotten good feedback. Of course, I'm not expecting somebody's going to walk into my house and be invited into my bedroom and say, oh, like, that's shitty. Like, of course, that's not going to happen. But the reaction is genuine, like, oh, my God, A, how did you get the balls to do that? And B, like, you look amazing. You look beautiful. You look hot. You look whatever word they use. It's positive. And it not only makes me feel amazing and helps me to daily remind myself that I am amazing. But I think it's affirming that we go through periods in our lives where with the ups and the downs and everything that's happening, there are moments where our light, our reason for being, our purpose gets dimmed and gets kind of pushed to the side. Um, I have a little phrase in French and I'm going to say it and it's, I'm probably going to butcher it because I'm so English it hurts. But it basically means you have to suffer to find beauty. Il faut souffrir pour être belle. Like, yeah, sorry, I butchered it. But it, it means you have to suffer to find beauty and or to have beauty. And at face value, that means like high heels or like eyeliner or, you know, having your hair pulled and straightened or bleached or whatever and and even waxing suffer for beauty and after all of the pain and the suffering that you feel there is beauty at the end but I also think that that's pretty metaphorical too that the pain that we go through in life leads to beauty on the other side it's not just physical it's emotional and spiritual and when you suffer through that pain and you come out the other side the beauty is unimaginable it's so bright it's so warm and everything is good on the other side of whatever trauma you have to get through not trying to again make it sound like my marriage was trauma or my life had been trauma. But there, you know, was enough hurt and suffering and pain that I came through on the other side. And now I have a pretty fucking beautiful life. I have, um, in the last few weeks, added just a, a friendship that is growing as we speak and my heart is absolutely bursting at the seams um, for this new friend and the relationship that we're building. I am in such a great place with my partner and my kids. My youngest is 
blowing me away every day with how smart they are and how kind and how loving and thoughtful my oldest is again breaking boundaries and pushing what I know as a parent and what I'm standing up for for them lately is again my heart bursts I'm so proud to be their mom and we're heading down a path that is going to cause some struggle probably but I'm there for the whole journey and I'm going to support them no matter what they choose you know moving forward um all I can tell them is that they've got this and that their stepdad and I have them and we're going to do our best for making sure their life is as beautiful as it can be there's going to be some pain there's going to be some suffering But at the end of that journey, their life is going to be beautiful too. So that is the reminder that I see every day when I wake up. And the last thing I see when I close my eyes is a giant canvas print of my... It's not even my ass. It's my face. (laughs) Maybe... Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm going to. I'm going to put the picture or a picture of the picture on Instagram. Oh my God. Did I just, I just said I was going to do that out loud and now I have to, unless I edit this sentence out and then y'all would never know that I even said that. Am I that kind of person? No, I'll I'll post it. Oh fuck. I'm going to post it. You guys, uh, fuck the things I do for you. Dear listeners, you guys are spoiled. Anyway, that's the story of really the first story that was in the uh, Tracy Says Things vault. It's rambly, like me. It's long, rambly, goes all over the place. I tell a great story if you can make it through the different tangents we're going to shoot off on. It's wonderful. (laughs) So next episode coming up. Uh, will be released on September 21st and she's gonna be a doozy she's the one that was going to be posted right before uh, I shut down for the summer and the recording just it fludged up and so I basically did it again I added a guest and we had a really hard conversation. So be sure to join us, bring a cup of tea, get comfy, sit down. I just got some brand new furniture in my living room um, that we've been waiting for since like March. So um, hopefully you have a comfy couch you can curl up on with a nice fuzzy blanket and a warm cup of tea and dive into kind of a heavy discussion. So um, enjoy question mark. I am going to, uh, dive into another chapter of the book I'm currently reading. It's looking at me right now. Um, it's by Anne Helen Peterson and it's called too fat, too slutty, too loud, the rise and reign of the unruly woman. Um, I'm, (laughs) 
A little bit in that title. Is that me? Too fat, too slutty, too loud? Unruly? Woman? I think I check most of those boxes. So we'll see how that stacks up. Um, I recommend checking it out. I'm about two-thirds done, and it is a very interesting book. So uh, go girl power. I'll leave you with that note. (laughs) I hope you all had a fantastic summer. I can't wait to hear what you did or what your adventures were. All right, friends, it's been a slice. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Until then, wash your fucking hands and go get a vaccination. Fuck, do it already. Bye. This was Tracy Says Things, a podcast brought to you by Anchor Media. Produced terribly by Tracy. If you would like to volunteer your production skills or offer feedback, contact us at tracysaysthings at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at tracysaysthings.